Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. We're back for the midweek episode. It is Wednesday. Glad you're here with us to the Locked On podcast network, Locked On Bulldogs. Daniel and I, uh, we got some good things in store for you this week. Okay, we're going to talk about some assistant coaches, power rankings, which, again, power rankings are king to us. We just find them right. glorious in but all these, aspects. This is tomorrow on tomorrow's episode. We're, we're getting into a, a, a very UGA centric power rankings. We're bringing yes, yes. worlds are colliding. Our, our love of the University of Georgia and our love of ranking things coming together, and we're going to give our assistant coach current UGA football assistant coach power rankings. Which, mm-hmm. gosh, just try to think of your th- the three most important assistant coaches on this team. <laughs> but we said three. Go ahead. We'll you know, we'll wait ne- for you all l- to devour each other fighting limit, over your favorite. Limit it to three. We dare you. That's what we're going to do on tomorrow's show. So that's. Uh, but today we're going to talk about uh, spring game and some uh, fascinating tidbits about the broadcast uh, as spring practice begins this month. Once a dog, always a dog. Talking about dogs in the NFL or hoping to be in the NFL, and then finally we're going to finish up with Scott Cochran and some videos out there on him. Uh, Daniel and I don't take ourselves too seriously as it pertains to our insider knowledge or guru ness, which is at zero. Uh, but we take ourselves very seriously as fans. We are. We're Georgia fans first and foremost. That's what this podcast is all about. Again, not a place to get um, insider intel into some deep, dark crevice of the football program that nobody else knows about. Um, mm-hmm. There are plenty of places that you can go to get that information if that's what you're into. If you're into just normal, real conversation about the University of Georgia, the kind that you would have uh, with your friends at a bar or at a football game or just hanging out, um, that's what this podcast is about. It's for fans, by fans, and we're glad that you're here. Uh, we'd love to interact with you. You could send us an email uh, at lockedonbulldogs at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at dogs podcast. We'd love to en- engage with you either of those uh, ways. Those are the two best ways to get in touch with us. Uh, lots of you do that every week, and we enjoy uh, interacting with you and reading your emails and, and such. Um, uh, you can also download the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend about the podcast, leave us a rating or a review. Um, uh, five stars helps us out a tremendous amount, helps other people find the show. And um, yeah, we don't ask you guys for a lot. We appreciate you listening very much. And um, if you like the show, you can appreciate us by doing any one of those things and that's Mm -hmm. really that's really it that's all you got to do other than that just come back every day of the week and download the show and listen because we're here five days a week as clint said today is wednesday and we've got a full slate so i'm not going to we're going to get off the the introductory remarks and get right to it clint um uh, scale one to ten I know you live far away. You're probably sure. not going to be able to attend G-Day this no, year. No, we'll not be able to do that. You've never been to a G-Day. Is that is that accurate? G-Day and I do not know each other intimately. You do not know each other. Clint, Clint if you're new to the show, uh, Clint, relatively new, within the last decade, relatively new uh-huh. to being a uh, Georgia fan. Um, I have been to G-Day uh, a, a few different times. Um and I enjoy it quite a bit. Um, scale of one to ten, though, Clint. How 
excited will you be to watch G-Day on the television set? Uh, this coming year? Um, well, in general, just give oh, me, paint, paint me a picture of uh, if if one is um, a report on the coronavirus that's sure. on the local news. Okay. And, and 10 is the series finale of The Office. Sure. <laughs> or what? Actually, the last few episodes of The Office were terrible, so they you were can't, awful. You can't watch it. Ten is the UGA versus Alabama national championship game. Okay. Okay. Well, certainly not a ten. I'm gonna go firmly because here's here's how I. This is totally skewed. This game is exciting to me, like a seven and a half, eight rating, because okay. I am so darn thirsty. For football at this point, just hungry for it. That just. I will cancel social calendared items to watch mm-hmm. this game. Okay, I will. I will fake an injury of ankle, of rolling, of falling down a ladder. You know, unscrewing a light bulb somewhere. If it means I could stay home and watch this game on TV because I'm so thirsty for football. So, yes, excited. Some news came out this week, Clint, that. Um, I think might temper your excitement a little bit. Uh-huh. It, it, oh, it, it seems will. it seems to have for many Georgia fans, and I cannot say that I'm not among them because I absolutely am among them. It seems as though the powers that be at ESPN, um, which is a broadcasting <laughs> yep. network that we have nothing but respect for, Clint. Gosh. If you've ever if you've listened to our podcast, you know the admiration the Daniel and I have about the reporters and the integrity of that network. The absolute high regard that we have for the journalism, which happens between <laughs> the walls at ESPN. Um, ESPN, in their infinite wisdom, has decided that what would be fun to do, Clint, instead of showing the spring game for Georgia mm-hmm. and then showing the spring game for Alabama mm-hmm. and then showing the spring game for Florida... Well, that sounds reasonable. What they've decided that they'll do is they'll show one broadcast where they will whip around from one spring game to another and just pop in on different exciting things that are happening in each location. That's right. All three spring games being played simultaneously and all three being broadcast on the same network at the same time, which means... Yes, Georgia fans, you're going to get to see it not one-third of the spring game. Nope. No. Did nope. I mention Alabama was one of the other two schools? Yep. Did I mention that? Okay. So you're going to get to see what? Maybe one-eighth of the spring game? Is that uh-huh. fair? Because Nick Saban will himself threaten to castrate anybody that takes the camera off of him. In totality. Not not like sue ESPN as a business entity, but the person themselves, the personal camera crew on site. If that green light goes off, he's going to lose his mind. Let me just tell you this. If Kirby Smart wanted to take the camera off of him, he would just walk over there and take it. Because when Kirby wants to take something from Nick Saban, he doesn't ask permission. He don't, he don't need he just He just walks across the street and says, hey, you bucket hat, let's go. And get on and over then, here. And then Bucket Hat leaves and goes with Kirby because that's what Kirby does. No, this is a train wreck of a decision by ESPN 
And um, now the entire game will be on SEC Network Plus, so you'll be able to watch it. Mm, I don't know. I think it's. I think you'll be able to watch it live. Simulcast. But it'll be, it's like one of those deals where you'll have to watch it on your computer. Yeah. Like, you won't be able to record it on your regular DVR, mm-hmm. on your TV. And so, it's not going to be as good. The fast-forwarding and, like, skipping around and stuff is not going to be. I, I'm not going to lie to you. If you're not going to go to G-Day, I think you just skip the whole thing and then you watch it recorded on the SC Network Plus and just, because you don't want to see Florida's spring game. I, Don't do I that have to no yourself. interest. I have no interest. Here's the thing I can't stand and I won't stand. And you're right, I'm not going to. I cannot stand the love affair that is Greasy going to be commentating that spring game? You know he is with Dan Mullen. Well, he'll be he'll there. be somewhere. He'll be, he'll be somewhere, somewhere near Dan Mullen. He won't be able to get he won't be able to get far from him and and freaking Dan Orlovsky will be nipping at his heels trying to That's get in there. Absolutely right. Absolutely it, right they will. Uh, no, is, I'm not going to watch them talk about those those people. It's an unmitigated disaster. If ever there's been a if ever there's been a, a motivating factor for uh-huh. you to go ahead and make some plans with the family, uh-huh. get on down to the classic city, watch some football in what hopes to be some glorious weather. Uh-huh. This is it. This is the this is the kick in the pants that you needed. Because if you have a chance to be in Athens and and avoid this nonsense, that's the move right there. That's what you need to be doing. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Hey, we're going to talk uh, about some players that used to play at UGA, now hopefully get in the league with Indianapolis a little bit ago, right after this. Daniel, people ran in shorts and the whole world gawked. Ooh-wee, look, Woo-hoo. they're running. Yay! They, yeah, that's that's what they're doing. They do it all that's, the time. Gosh, but the combine. I hate the, I hate the NFL I, combine, Clint. I hate it. It's so dumb. It's beyond are, stupid. You understand? It's 2020. Mm-hmm. We are measuring people's hands, Clint. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. We're not asking them to do the job. That we want them to do as an audition or an interview for whether or not we want to hire them. Instead, we're taking arbitrary measurements of their hands. Correct. And then using that information to make our decisions. Correct. We're also taking information that bro dude down at the local 24-hour place who yells as he's throwing around the weights. But Uh ask him to run a half a mile and he's puking. Over no. on the side. Yeah. Okay. We're using that metric to say how strong you are. Okay. Yes. Correct. This bench is, press. Bench press reps. Bench press <laughs> because reps. Because I don't know if you've ever played football, Clint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do a lot of bench pressing in the middle of the game. Only the if only if you're part of the Georgia Tech football team. <laughs> do you? I believe they bring the weight bench out onto the field. What if that is they, his? What if that's his goal the whole time? What if he's trying to say, "I will make you combine ready." We're going to make combine warriors here. Is what we're doing. We're just about to do the dumbbell curls. How did Isaiah Wilson do on the dumbbell curls in the uh, in the combine? I didn't. I didn't see the number. <laughs> I didn't. Look, it's it's beyond stupid. Uh, however. 
We talked about uh, hand size. Jake Fromm apparently had his hands measured, and people thought, oh, no, can he be a quarterback in the NFL with these hands that size? I don't know. Well, guys, just go ask his previous employer. See what they think about what he's done. Okay? I don't um, know. Is he going to ask? If somebody asked me, I'd. Well, uh, with, I, we're not I, his I, previous <laughs> employers. Okay? okay. Ask Kirby sure. because Kirby loves that man like he's a son. Sweet. Okay. Sure. sure. Um, however, DeAndre Swift went out there and did the thing that he does really well, which is mm-hmm. move very quickly. Uh-huh. Um, ask Auburn. SEC ask, championship game. Now, now go ahead and ask his previous employer and anybody who's watched him, and we'll mm-hmm. all say the same thing. Okay, he's the number one back in this year's draft. He's going to go maybe top 20 because backs aren't valued. We'll get to that in a, here in a quick second. But, Daniel, something very interesting came out of the combine. Uh, Swift's run was quicker than that of Sonny Michelle and Nick Chubb. Quicker than both of them. Okay, doesn't, surprise me, doesn't surprise me one I, bit. First of all, that was my first question. When people reported this, when they were saying, he's faster than, than Sonny and and, uh, and Nick, I said, yes and? Yeah, I was paying attention. I remember. I, I know who I, all these players are. I remember 2017. Do you? Like, that's I, not, I do. Yeah. Yep. Okay. okay. Well, then, yeah. So this is this is normal, uh, but but since it didn't impress you that much compared to all of them, was the run itself impressive? It was in the four four range. Uh, it was great run for forty combine test results, all that good stuff. Uh, does his combine? I, I, we ever talked about how stupid it is, but does him in the NFL? Does anything change based upon other people's perception of him and comparing him to the great backs at UGA? Do you has it moved the needle for you at all? He does not, and I mean this with all due respect to DeAndre Swift. Absolute, no disrespect, meaning meaning to be said here, because the two names the two names that we're talking about here, mm-hmm. in reference to him, are two of the all time greats. The, the just so happens mm-hmm. that they played together on the same team, but they are two of the best to ever do it. DeAndre Swift is not in the neighborhood of Nick Chubb or Sony Michelle. And I no, he's and not. I know some of you might have different opinions than that, but them's the facts. Okay. Uh, yep. DeAndre Swift is going to be an excellent NFL running back. Okay. Nick Chubb is the best running back in the NFL today. I mean, do you y'all realize that the past two seasons, Nick Chubb has graded out as not one of the best, the best running back in the whole entire NFL. Yeah, that's that's real talk, people. Sony Michelle's got a Super Bowl ring, and Nick Chubb mm-hmm. is the best running back in the NFL. Okay, okay, well, so okay, so DeAndre Swift is going to be a very good NFL player. He is the number one back in this draft. I do not know that he'll be the first back taken, but he is the number one back in this draft. And there's no question about that in my mind because he nope. has the speed, he has the hands, and he can put his shoulder into you when he wants to. That's right. Um, so he's got all the moves. We know about that. We know about that foot in the ground, mm-hmm. um, little little shimmy step that he does to people and makes them look silly. Listen, that's going to work in the NFL just like it works in the SEC. Yes, because and, because when big guy is moving fast in one direction to try to tackle you, right? 
then the faster he's moving, the sillier he's going to look when you change directions and he doesn't. And right. NFL guy is going to look just as silly, if not more silly, than the SEC guy. And look, this talk of Sony, that that Sony and and Nick uh, were kind of this weird coming out of college football running back because they didn't fit the modern NFL and Swift fits the modern NFL. Okay, like we just said, one has a Super Bowl ring, one is the best running back in the league. One team was winning when he was getting the rock more, and then when they took it away, they started losing. So just hmm. just make sure you understand that. Nick Chubb gets more carries, more yards, and more touchdowns. Team wins. Gets less of all of those, teams lose. I, I don't know. You do math. I, people, please. Swift is not either of those. But both of those are successful in the NFL. I don't know what you mean by modern-day running back. If you mean quick, fast, elusive, and can bury somebody with a shoulder, then you've just named all three of them. I, do you know, I don't get it. Do you know what I find that the NFL caters to um, when it comes to running backs? What type of player? What's that? W- ones that are very good. Oh, the, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so if, look, freaking Jacobs from Alabama or whatever... Like, mm-hmm. Is he the modern NFL running back? No, it just so happens that he's quite good. He's good at, run, that, at running the that'll football. Do. How about how about freaking Tanks McGee, uh, the Baltimore Ravens former Alabama running back? Uh, while we're talking about Alabama now, running back, now like, on Titans. Yeah, yeah. This dude, this dude couldn't um, catch a ball in the flat if his life depended on it. No. Okay? Not really his thing. Um, But is he one of the best backs in the NFL? Yes, because he's very good at football. Oh, yeah. So is Nick Chubb. So is Sonny Michelle. And so is DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift is going to be fine. Uh, P.S., though, draft preview. I don't know when we're going to do our NFL draft preview episode. I pray never. Oh, yeah. Um, Uh, Gosh, I was about to quit the podcast. uh, (laughs) So, uh, DeAndre Swift's not going to be drafted in the first round. So, Ooh. there will be one Ooh. Georgia Bulldog drafted in the first round. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. Uh, so, stop saying modern day running back. What you mean is good running back. It's there. Stop that yep. narrative. Okay. You're forcing something that's not there. Hey, we're going to come back, talk about Scott Cochran and uh, somebody named Tiffany. Okay, Daniel, for the listeners who don't know who we're talking about, when we say the name Tiffany, maybe we should, you know what, we should come up with like a, a vocabulary, a locked on Bulldogs vocabulary. We do, we do, somebody needs to put together a glossary um, yeah. just for just for new listeners, something we when can Daniel send out. When says, Daniel says, it get your be like, cat to download, you know, yeah. we, we, should, we need to know where that comes from. Cat subscriptions. We need to know what cat subscriptions are. Um, intern Michael, get get to work on this. Um, whip something up also, for us. Also, we need to have a glossary of who Intern Michael is before Intern Michael can make the glossary. Intern Michael <laughs> needs to be one of the entries in the glossary. Intern Michael is more than capable of filling that out. Okay, he, good. He's good. self-aware. He is. He has. Well, well, not, not entirely, but he does have entirely. some. He does have some self-awareness. Um, yeah, this uh, Tiffany is the name that we have assigned. To to the the person that puts together the UGA football promotional videos, 
Most of them tend to show up on the UJ Football Twitter account. It's sprinkled throughout georgiadogs.com and all the other official um, listings. We have no idea who this person is. We've never met them. We don't know if this person is a male or a female. Um, We have just assigned them the name arbitrarily Tiffany. Um, Tiffany, if you're out there listening, we would love to have you on the show. Uh, Sincerely. Not sincerely, a joke. Sincerely. Um, uh, if, if you're a guy and your name is Mark and you put together the UJA football videos, we would love to have you on the show. Just know mm-hmm. that we're going to call you Tiffany the entire time. <laughs> the whole, the whole dang not, time. And we expect you to answer to that. <laughs> we expect you to be okay with that. And if you're not, then you're really missing the point of what this show is all about. <laughs> um, so Tiffany, Clint... Uh, she never disappoints us. She never. is always there with the right video at the right time. And this week, it's, you might think it's the off season. You yeah. might think Tip. You might think Tiffany is just just resting. To, maybe maybe yeah. studying. Maybe taking some some summer classes. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe pursuing mm-hmm. a master's degree in mm-hmm. awesome videoing. Uh, but she's not. She's she's at work. She's hard mm-hmm. at work. Mid-season and, uh, form. Ain't rusty one bit. Putting together a, a little Scott Cochran welcome video yeah. here uh, that showed up on the interwebs. Clint, did it make you feel feelings? Every single one of those videos makes me feel feelings. Every last one of Tiffany's beautifully crafted three-minute adrenaline rush. Why like, are they only three minutes? Why? Why are they only three minutes? I know you got a life, and I know you got friends and like a social circle and all that. Here's the deal, Tiffany. Friends, ghost her, okay? Just, just ghost stop, her. Don't stop, stop hanging talking out with her. Okay, stop out let her get back in that dungeon that we call the AV room and let her pump <laughs> these out. Um, no, it had me feel feelings, and it had me understand exactly what Scott Cochran brings to this. Okay, he's on the field. He's got a whistle in hand. He's not in the weight room. He's not locked chained up to some squat rack you know like some ogre mm-hmm. uh, well, he was he, actually he, dragging the squat rack around behind him <laughs> he was still chained to it i was gonna say but he's still the size of an ogre he still has has the in, in just overpowering sense and presence about him but yeah he's on the field and daniel have me feel feelings because it signified such a great thing and if we need to understand this again please let us let us repeat ourselves having him in the presence of these young men has already, by the way, two commits now backing out of Alabama the mm-hmm. same week that Scott has Can't decided to leave. get out of there fast enough. I, Nick Saban believes that they don't like adversity, so he doesn't want them on his team. That's, that's what he mm, said. That's, that's he, cute. That's cute. Nick? Dan, Dan Mullen feels the same way, I guess, about recruits that sign at Georgia. <laughs> Look... This is already paying dividends. The seismic, tectonic plate shifting stuff. And watching this video culminated in me the feelings I was able to to muster up about everything that I knew about it, uh, kind of empirically, come to the surface. So yeah, this had feels for me. I'm glad she did. I'm glad we get to see him with a whistle on the field. Scott, we love you. Glad you're here. Can't wait for the Scott Cochran experience to really start paying dividends. The question, Clint that everybody wants to know is does newly minted just as green and fresh as he can be does brand new assistant coach Scott Cochran make it 
into your top three UGA assistant coaches power rankings list that's going to come out on tomorrow's show. You want to give us a little preview? I'll, I'll give you a preview right now. Scott, I love you. Glad you're here. You can't be the new guy and be top three already. You just, I'm sorry. Sorry, Scott. You can't. Sorry, sorry Scott. Buddy. Love you, but. All right, well, um, uh, we will be back tomorrow. As we mentioned, UGA assistant coaches, power rankings. Um, we've each got three. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna maybe argue a little bit about them. We're maybe mm-hmm. going to agree a little bit about them. Um, we're gonna give our thoughts and our opinions. So uh, start coming up with your list now, so that you can uh, mock us openly on Twitter after we give out our list. Don't, don't give them permission to do that. They already do it without permission. That's I mean that's if they're gonna do it anyway. If if it seems like I'm inviting them to do it, then maybe it'll be less cool. You know, this is how, like, this is how Daniel parents. This yeah, absolutely it is. Also it's how I survived middle school. So like this is all these are all the things that are coming together now. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow and uh, and then again on Friday, and we will see you guys then. See ya.